Well, it's the holiday season, a season of giving, and I decided that the Parent-Teacher Conference should give my loyal listeners 12 days of very different content. I will be tackling some of the big questions of the holiday. So I hope you stay tuned. Take a listen to our first episode here. The question I'm dealing with today is, who was the best Scrooge? So stay tuned. Teachers, are your digital assignments getting lost in the black hole of a digital folder? Can I suggest a solution? FanSchool. FanSchool is a safe and social learning network where students own and share their learning. Think of FanSchool as a digital bulletin board for your students' work. Take a look. Go to fan.school today. That is fan.school. And imagine what your classroom space will look like on FanSchool. Welcome to your parent-teacher conference, where a 24-7 parent and full-time teacher discusses issues and concerns from both points of view in an attempt to bridge the gap for the sake of kids. So relax, grab a coffee or other comfort drink, and let's talk about it. and welcome to the Parent-Teacher Conference. I'm Coach Cullen, your host. And like I said in the opening, this is going to be a little different than most of my episodes that deal mostly with educational matters. We're going to be looking at holiday questions. Just these short, little, brief episodes I hope will just make the season a little brighter or cause a little more discussion around the holiday tables. As always, if you'd like to reach out to me, I, w- I love hearing from my listeners. Please feel free to email me at ptcpodcast411 at gmail.com. ptcpodcast411 at gmail.com. Now, one of the reasons I'm doing this episode is because I appreciate you for listening. So I have prepared 12 episodes, very short, again, that will tackle some of the big holiday questions. So I hope you appreciate them. And I would love to hear what you think. So today's episode, I'm dealing with a fight, or should I say a discussion, on who played the Scrooge the best. And typically, it's always down to two men. Either Alistair Sim from the 1950s or George C. Scott. But a lot of guys played the Scrooge. I don't know if you remember this. If you're old enough to remember the Fonz, there actually was an adaptation of a Christmas Carol, I believe it was called an American Christmas Carol, where the Fonz, Henry Winkler, played the Scrooge character. So if you ever get a chance to, to watch it, I remember watching that as a kid, it's it's an interesting take on it. It's set in the United States in the 1800s instead of in Britain. Well, I'm going to settle the question once and for all, though. The person that I believe played the Scrooge the best was Mr. Magoo. That's right, Mr. Magoo. If you have never seen Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol, 
I highly recommend it. And I'm going to explain why, and that will key in why I believe that Magoo played Scrooge the best. Now, if you don't know who Mr. Magoo is, you're probably very young. Mr. Magoo was a cartoon character popular in the 1950s. He's based on the legendary old-time Hollywood star W.C. Fields. However, what the twist is, is he's nearsighted. So a lot of the comedy for Mr. Magoo comes from the fact that he really can't see and he's going kind of senile and he finds himself in these outlandish situations because of it. Now, Magoo was voiced by the actor Jim Backus. If that name sounds familiar, it's because you read the opening credits of Gilligan's Island. Jim Backus is probably most known for his role as Thurston Howell III on Gilligan's Island. Now, here's a trivia question for those of you who do know Mr. Magoo. What college did Mr. Magoo attend? What college did Mr. Magoo attend? Okay, I'll give you a couple seconds here to think about it. What college did... I'll give you a hint. It's a state university. It's it's the state state university, but it doesn't go by the state's name. So it's a state university in the United States that does not go by the state's name. All right? Think you got it? Here it is. Mr. Magoo attended Rutgers University. Rutgers University. A lot of, you know, my father-in-law from West Virginia only found this out a couple of years ago. We were talking, and I mentioned that Rutgers is the state university of New Jersey, like WVU, West Virginia University, is for them. And he was stunned. And I remember my dad always saying that, hey, if you go to Rutgers, Everybody believes it's a college like Bucknell or Colgate, kind of a little less than the Ivy League. They don't realize it's a state school. It's a great college, too. So if you ever want to go to a great school, you want to come out to New Jersey, a great state. I mean, I'm kind of biased, and maybe that's why I like Mr. Magoo, because he does represent us, Jersey boys, by going to Rutgers. But let's move on. If you know who Mr. Magoo is... The choice to have him star as Ebenezer Scrooge just doesn't make sense. You would think that the cartoon would be rather silly, but it really isn't. They have Jim Backus voice the character straight up, as if he is Scrooge. Now, if you ever get a chance to watch this on video, and you can check streaming services, I know... Peacock channel actually has it. If you have a subscription to Peacock, you can find it there. It begins as many episodes that Mr. Magoo starts with. He is, his eye problems and his senility are leading him to accidents. He's having a tussle with the director and the director is frustrated with him. And at first it looks like it's going to be your typical Magoo episode. But, and they stage it like a stage play. So it's going to be a musical that Mr. Magoo is starring as Ebenezer Scrooge. And when the curtain comes up, the silliness of Magoo is over. He turns from this lovable, bumbling old man 
into the mean-spirited, self-centered, and greedy Scrooge. Like I said, it's not a comedy. It's a musical, actually. I found out that the songs and lyrics were written by two, two men, Jules Stein and Bob Merrill. They actually teamed up on to write the music, the lyrics and the music, for the Broadway play Funny Girl. Now, even though it's a serious take on the Christmas Carol story by Charles Dickens, there are some comedies parts in it. One of the best is the thieves that go into the dead Scrooge's belongings and steal them. And they have a song called We're Despicable. Just a great, funny song and how they play it out. It's very, it's, it's a cute and funny song. You should check that out. Now, one of the th songs that I thought hit home, that Scrooge sings with his younger self, his young boy self, is Alone in the World. It really does capture a little bit why Scrooge is like he is. He's left alone in a boarding school. And he goes up to his younger self and sings this song, I'm, a, I'm All Alone in the World. And let me just read to you some of the lyrics because they really are powerful to what, you know, they say a lot of people during the holiday season feel lonely. The world is celebrating. They feel lonely. And it, it kind of reminds you to reach out to those people if you know that they're alone. So here we go. Here is some of the lyrics that I mean really hits you. A hand for each hand was planned for the world. Why don't my fingers reach? Millions of grains of sand in the world. Why such a lonely beach? Where is a voice to answer mine back? Where are two shoes that click to my clack? I'm all alone in the world. And when you hear the two voice actors singing that in tandem together, they, it really does. They pull on your heartstrings on that song. Now, one thing that the cartoon does leave out from the Christmas Carol story is the relationship that Scrooge has with his nephew. That part of the story is totally ripped out. I think that's a key part of the story because it explains why Scrooge is like he is. You know, the death of his beloved sister giving birth to his nephew, and he's always turned his back, and he, he feels like, you know, that money, that comfort of money is the only thing he has in the world. However, this song does provide a little glimpse into Scrooge's background and why he is like he is as well. It's just, I think it's probably the one weakness of the cartoon, but probably for time and they don't want to get caught in the weeds of the story. And It is a cartoon. It's probably designed more for kids. Just they dropped the whole nephew story out. Now, of course, the big conflict in A Christmas Carol is, is between Bob Cratchit, his loyal and mistreated employee, and Ebenezer Scrooge. If you've ever heard anybody mention Razzleberry dressing, it comes from the Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol. It's 
Tiny Tim is what Tiny Tim is obsessed with. He's always interjecting this Razzleberry dressing, everything about Razzleberry. And it comes from a song that is the rousing song of the musical. And it's the Lord's Bright Blessing. When Scrooge goes with the ghost of Christmas present to the Cratchit home, this is the song they sing. He, he watches them sing. And the song is about all the things they don't have, including the Razzleberry dressing. However, Bob Cratchit remains positive throughout the song. And Scrooge is baffled by this. I mean, here is this family. He knows he doesn't pay them a lot of money. In fact, in the cartoon, Scrooge mentions it. How how can they be so happy? I give him nothing. Yet they are very happy. And of course, they're also dealing with a son, and he realized that as well. He never knew that they were deal- he was dealing with a son who was sickly and Tiny Tim. So of course, when Scrooge finds his redemption finds his change of heart, his, like the Grinch whose heart was two sizes too small and changes to three sizes too large or something like that, where Scrooge has that Grinch moment where his heart is changed. Of course, the writers go back to the Lord's Bright Blessings as the reprise that now Scrooge is singing with the Cratchit family. And I I think... It really, the song sums up the meaning of every version of the Christmas Carol. You know, one may be materially wealthy. They may seem like they have it figured all out. They can shut themselves off to the world, but that makes them bankrupt towards humanity. That the spirit of Christmas is that What brings us true wealth and happiness isn't what gold can buy us. But in seeing the pleasure of others and giving to others and making others happy, there is some type of fulfillment and riches and wealth in doing that. Now the end of the song, Lord's Bright Blessing, goes um, to have a Christmas far more glorious than grand. The Cratchits were living that out. They didn't have the grand Christmas tree. They didn't have the grand turkey. They didn't have the grand presents that money could buy. But but the song says, a Christmas far more glorious than grand. That there was something more to life than what money can buy. And it's a great reminder during this holiday season. So I hope you enjoyed this different take of A Christmas Carol. If you have an opportunity, like I said, search it out. See if you can find it on YouTube. You can definitely find it on the Peacock channel because that's where I re-watched it the other day. Maybe you remember watching it as a kid and say, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that Christmas special. So tune in tomorrow where I give you the second day of Christmas arguments, or should I say Christmas discussions, to have around the holiday table. 
And I'm just going to end with the lyrics, the final lyrics of the Lord's Bright Blessing. We'll have the Lord's Bright Blessing, knowing we're together, knowing we're together hand in hand. We'll have the whitest Christmas, the very brightest Christmas, a Christmas far more glorious than grand. Thank you for joining me on the Parent Teacher Conference podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share this podcast with friends. They can be teachers, they can be parents, they can be someone who's just interested in education and parenting. If you have a comment, a question, or an idea for a future topic, please feel free to reach out to me at ptcpodcast411 at gmail.com. ptcpodcast411 at gmail.com. Remember, a good teacher cares deeply for their students. But good parents love those students, their children, deeply. <laughs>